0: Hello, my love, and welcome to another episode of the Faith-Based Storyteller Show, where we sharpen and encourage one another in Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Robertson. Thank you for joining me for another week, another day, and another Faithful Friday to dive into the Word of God and see how it applies to our lives. Now, I mentioned previously that this month, the month of December, is actually going to be a rewind month, and so what I'm doing is I'm taking old episodes, and I'm re-releasing them and bringing them back to you because the Word remains the same. God's Word is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Um, But specifically, the Lord has really been speaking to me this week about obedience. And he has brought me to, in real time, study Deuteronomy 28, which is another passage in the Bible that talks about blessings of obedience and curses of disobedience. And so in today's episode, today's Rewind series, the Lord gave me a vision and he told me, go listen to the episode that you recorded about obedience. And this episode was recorded years ago, but it's still in alignment today. And so without further ado, here is the Blessings of Obedience. Enjoy. Everywhere I go, you guys, I've been seeing 11 I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like, like my biological clock or my internal clock is literally at the time of 11 whether it be 11:11 a.m., 11-11 p.m. I go outside. I'm looking at Whiteboards, it's 1111. 11. I'm looking at um, license plates, it's 1111. 11. Everywhere I go, I've seen 1111. 11. And I am not one to dive into like numerology. I think that's what's called. I don't know what it's called, y'all. But I'm not one to sit there and be like, all oh, these numbers mean something. But I do know that numbers mean something biblically. And so I was, <laughs> don't be rude, with you guys. I was a little afraid to go Google the what the significance of eleven, eleven, because I didn't want to open up Pandora's box for no spiritual stuff that I wasn't supposed to be in. Um, but I knew that it had a meaning. I knew that it had a meaning. I just didn't know what it meant. And so what I did, instead of googling eleven, eleven to see what all the people of the world uh, interpret that to mean um, the angel numbers and all the other stuff that I have no idea how that works. Um, Instead of doing that, I typed in 1111 on my Bible app because I figured it would be a little bit safer for my spirit just to know what the Bible says about 1111 versus what the world says about 1111. It's just me, just me. You may may be good with all the other stuff, but I've been spiritually diving into the word. And the more I spiritually dive into the word, the more spirits reveal themselves to me. So I ain't trying to have no more spirits in my dreams or in my home that I need to pray away. So we just go over with that. But anywho, when I typed in 1111 on the Bible app, one of the chapters that it brought up was Deuteronomy 11. And Deuteronomy 11, 11 actually reads, and this is the NLT version. It says, rather the land you will soon take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain. Verse 12 says, a land that the Lord, your God, cares for. He watches over through every season. And so when I read that the land that I'm going to take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain, I knew that that had something to do with the abundance that was coming my way. Because the thing about about me is when I see different signs from the Lord, the Holy Spirit speaks to me in many different ways, but when I see signs from the Lord, like 11-11 11-11 I have to acknowledge where I am or what I'm thinking about in that time and I also have to acknowledge what I've been praying for and how that aligns with where God has me currently in this season and so in reading that I was like well shoot This is talking about the promised land. This is talking about the land of milk and honey. This is talking about that double blessing that you have already um, claimed for this year that the the prophet had told you back in 2019, you were going to be entering into with two twos. This is talking about um, the actual answer to your prayers. And so I decided to study Deuteronomy 11, the chapter, not just the verse, because you can't just read one verse and be like, oh, answer prayers. No, you need to read the context. And what I realize is that in the context, it's all about obedience. Because Deuteronomy 11 talks about the blessings that are attached to your obedience, but it also talks about the curses that are attached to your disobedience. And I want you to hear that well, there is a blessing attached to your obedience and a curse attached to your disobedience. And so I'm going to read through this a little bit for you guys and break it down in more detail and kind of discover or discover, kind of unpack what it is that I drew from this chapter, right? So Deuteronomy 11, uh, it says, you must love the Lord your God and always obey his requirements, decrees, regulations, and commands. Keep in mind that I'm not talking now to your children who have never experienced the discipline of the Lord your God or seen his greatness and his strong hand and powerful arm. They didn't see the miraculous signs and wonders he performed in Egypt against Pharaoh and all his land. They didn't see what the Lord did to the armies of Egypt and to their horses and chariots, how he drowned them in the Red Sea as they were chasing you. He destroyed them, and they have not recovered to this very day. Your children didn't see how the Lord cared for you in the wilderness until you arrived here. They didn't see what he did to Dathan or Ibaram, the sons of Eliab, a descendant of Reuben, when the earth opened its mouth in the Israelite camp and swallowed them, along with their households and tents and every living thing that belonged to them. But you have seen the Lord perform all these mighty deeds with your own eyes. Now, that's verse 1 through 7. Just this section here, I was like, you know what? there are some things, there are some miracles that my ancestors witnessed that I didn't see. There are some things that they prayed for. There was deliverance that they prayed for to be delivered out of Egypt, to be delivered out of slavery, to witness the glory of the Lord, to be delivered into the promised land. There are so many things that they prayed for that I didn't see. I was the children, I didn't see. And so when it comes to the things that I'm praying for, there are going to be so many things that my children are born into that they didn't see. That they didn't see when the Lord brought us through 2020. That they didn't see when the Lord provided more than enough with just unemployment. They didn't see when, you know, I was on my knees praying and asking the Lord to help me and help me get through the death of my dad. They didn't see all of these things. They didn't see the Lord perform the miracles in my life. But because I saw it, Because I witnessed it, because our ancestors witnessed it, and they pass those those stories down to us, and we will pass the blessings of the Lord down to the next generation, we will be able to continue this cycle of faith. Now it says, therefore, be careful to obey every command I'm giving you today, so you have strength to go in and take over the land you are about to enter. If you obey... You will enjoy a long life in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors and to you, their descendants, a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land you are about to enter and take over is not like the land of Egypt from which you came, where you planted your seed and made irrigation ditches with your foot as a vegetable garden. Rather, the land you will soon take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain, a land that the Lord your God cares for. He watches over it through each season of the year. If you carefully obey the commands I'm giving you today, and if you love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and soul, then he will send the rains in their proper season, the early and late rains, so you can bring in your harvest of grain, new wine and olive oil, and he will give you lush pasture lands for your livestock and you yourselves will have all you want to eat. That's eight through 15. Now this section of this chapter, shows me so much, so much, you guys, because I am believing that this is the year of double blessings. I still believe it. We're not even halfway through the year yet. We're only five months in. We're only five months in. And so I'm still believing that this is the year of double blessings and that there's a double portion coming our way. And this was confirmation to me that says that if I obey, if I actually obey the Lord's commands, right? This is his word. If I obey the Lord's commands, then I am going to have a long life. And the land that he swore to give my ancestors flowing with milk and honey. This is a land flowing with not just provision, but the resources to continue to provide. This is a land, he he even said it here in verse 10, right? Uh, the land you're about to enter and take over. It's not like the land of Egypt where you came from. Because in Egypt, you planted your seed and you made irrigation ditches with your foot as a vegetable garden. So What God is going to deliver us into is not a matter of what we do with our own physical bodies. It's not a matter of the labor. You know, it's not a matter of how many hours we put in, the grind. You know, it's not a matter of what we do with our hands or how hard we work. It's not a matter of that. This is a land flowing with milk and honey. Hey there, storyteller. I just want to interrupt this episode really quick to let you know that Faith Audio Network is now open. Faith Audio Network is our community for storytellers like you, storytellers who listen to podcasts like this, storytellers who know they have a voice and they know that God has given them a powerful gift to be able to go out and speak for Him, to give Him glory. So if you know that you are interested in joining a community that is going to hold you accountable, that is going to pray with you, that is going to intercede on your behalf, and that's going to to sharpen your faith, this is the community for you. To learn more and to register, please visit network.com. That's network.com. He says that this land is a land of hills and valleys. So there are going to be some ups and there are going to be some downs, but there is plenty of rain. So there is much provision. There is much watering going on throughout this season. Because it says that this land the Lord cares for and watches over through each season. And so regardless of whether you are in your hill, on the mountaintop, in the prime of your prime, or if you are in the valley, he is still going to provide you this this abundance because this is the land of milk and honey. This is the promised land that he has delivered you and your ancestors into. And he confirms that with verse 13, where he says he's gonna send the rains in their proper season, early and late rains. So whether we receive our blessing, this double blessing that we're expecting today, or whether we receive it on December 31st, the late rain or the early rain, um, we know that there is a harvest coming our way. But all of this is if we are obedient. Now, the latter talks about disobedience, right? So we've gone through verses 1 through 15, but in verse 16, it talks about the curse of disobedience. Now it says, but be careful. Don't let your heart be deceived so that you turn away from the Lord and serve and worship other gods. If you do, the Lord's anger will burn against you. He will shut up the sky and hold back the rain and the ground will fail to produce its harvest. Then you will quickly die in that good land that the Lord is giving you. So commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these words of mine. Tie them to your hands, wear them on your foreheads, teach them to your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you're on the road, when you're going to bed and when you're getting up, write them on the doorpost of your home and on your gates so that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land toward to give your ancestors. And that stops at verse 21. So here we see that if we are not obedient, if we do not obey the Lord, if we allow our hearts to be deceived if we turn away from serving god and worshiping god and serving other gods it says right here that if we do that the lord's anger will burn against us i don't want the lord's anger burning against me i don't that is not something that i'm looking forward to so i would much rather be obedient but it also continues to say that not only will his anger burn against you he will shut up the sky hold back the rain and the ground will fail to produce its harvest." Then he said, you'll quickly die in that good land. So not only does disobedience start with deception, but it is a result of us worshiping other gods. And those other gods can be the provision itself. It can be money, it can be power, it can be authority. It can be attention, acknowledgement. When we worship other gods, they don't have to be other people's religions. Other gods is anything that you put before God. So when we worship other gods, we ignite that that fire. We ignite that the Lord's anger to burn against us. We ignite that, that slip up to where he can shut up the sky and hold back the rain and make sure that what, everything that we try to do fails, that we don't produce a harvest that we die spiritually. Even though the land is still fertile, even though this is still our season of abundance, if we disobey, there is a curse. And so verse 22 picks up and it says, be careful to obey the commands I'm giving you. Show love to the Lord your God by walking in his ways and holding tightly to him. Then the Lord will drive out the nations ahead of you, though they are much stronger and greater and you will take over that land. Wherever you set your foot, that land be yours. Your frontiers will stretch from the wilderness in the south to Lebanon in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you, for the Lord your God will cause the people to fear and dread you as he promised you wherever you go. And he says in verse 26, look, today I'm giving you a choice between a blessing and a curse. You will be blessed if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today but you will be cursed if you reject the commands of the Lord your God and turn away from him and worship gods you have not known before. So when the Lord brings you into this land and helps you take possession of it, you must pronounce the blessing at Mount Gerizim and the curse at Mount Ebal. For you are about to cross the Jordan River to take over the land the Lord is giving you, and when you take that land and are living in it, you must be careful to obey all the decrees and regulations I am giving you today. So we just read through Deuteronomy 11, whole chapter. And we see here that we have a choice. We have a choice between blessings or curses. And so when I came to this notebook and I saw all of the plans that the Lord had laid before me, all of the ideas, all of the visions, all of the goals, from May all the way through December, and after seeing that, I kept seeing 11 and what I tell you guys, I keep seeing it, I mean, like, I, at this point, I take pictures every time I see it, because I know that there's significance, and a friend of mine actually told me, check your thoughts, when you noticed 11:11, check what you were talking about, check what you were thinking about, like, because there's, there's a reason behind it, so be aware of your thoughts, but when I tell you guys that the fact that I keep seeing that, it's just a reminder for me to be obedient. It's just a reminder because we are five months through the year. I'm not saying that, you know, the time is coming to an end and we've already wasted four months without doing much. Like, no, no, no. I mean, like we're five months, meaning that this is the season. This is the season. Our blessing is on the way but it's a choice that we can make. And now seeing where the Lord has me, now seeing just spiritually where I am, I realize that there is something coming. I don't know what's coming, y'all. I don't know when it's coming, but there's something coming that is a result of my obedience there is something coming that is going to be a result of my obedience. And so I wanna encourage you today to, as the word says, obey the commands and decrees of the Lord your God. Obey all of them. Don't worship other gods that you haven't known before. Don't go seeking other answers in other places because it hasn't come yet. Remain faithful, be persistent in prayer. Advocate, allow the Holy Spirit to advocate on your behalf, but also advocate for yourself by petitioning the Lord in prayer for what it is that you desire of him, whatever that is. But most importantly, make sure that you're obedient because your obedience is far greater than your sacrifice. It's not a matter of how much you give away or how much you give to the Lord. It's a matter of how much you obey what he's telling you to do. And so I want to encourage you today that there is a blessing attached to your obedience. I know I'm talking to you about it, but I'm also talking to myself. There is is a blessing attached to our obedience. And if you happen to see 1111, like I see 1111 right now, be aware as Deuteronomy 1111 says, The land you will soon take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain. God has plenty to give us. This is a land flowing with milk and honey. This is a land of abundance. This is a land that was swore to our ancestors. This is the answer to our prayers. We just have to be obedient. We have to be obedient. Alrighty loves, I really hope you enjoyed that episode and it was a blessing for you. In this season of my life, it's so funny because the Lord is literally leading me to study Deuteronomy 28, which specifically only talks about the blessings of obediences and the curses of disobedience. And so I thought it was like right on time for him to give me the vision and remind me to go back to Deuteronomy 11 in that episode that I just shared with you, like nothing happens by coincidence. So I encourage you in the last two weeks of this year, be obedient. There is a blessing attached to your obedience. But there is also on the other side a curse attached to our disobedience. And so. The Lord has not given up on us, okay? He has given us this time. If you woke up this morning, it is a blessing. He has given us this time to correct our wrongs, to repent, to get things right. And so I encourage you within the next two weeks, today is December 15th, over the next two weeks, take this time to really be obedient. Go back into your journals, read what the Lord told you years ago, um, and really just be obedient to the word that he is giving you in this season. Because what you do through obedience today is going to be seen as blessings in the coming months. And so if we can prepare for 2024 and know what it is we're getting into based on how obedient we are today, we'll just be so much further along. But I hope this blessing, this episode, I hope this episode was a blessing for you. Um, And I hope to talk to you loves next week in another one. But until next time, always remember that God loves you and so do I. Talk to you later. Bye.